Support for today's episode comes from Goalie ACV Gummies. They are a great way to incorporate apple cider vinegar into your daily routine. And best of all, they're delicious. Trust me, I was tired of the bitter ACV shot myself and I made the switch. And as a Boonie Breakdown listener, you can receive 10% off your purchase by using the code Boonie Breakdown. That's right, the code Boonie Breakdown. You can couple up these coupon codes, guys. They're totally stackable. Details on how to purchase can be found in the show notes and on the Boonie Breakdown. Hey y'all, it's your girl Booney, and you're listening to the Booney Breakdown Podcast, your source for all things responsible and ratchet. All right, welcome to episode 201 of the Booney Breakdown Podcast. Um, If you are familiar with the show and you've been a listener for a long time, you know the final episode of every fucking year is an episode with KG, and we do our favorite albums of the year. So that is this week's episode, our favorite albums of 2021. I'm going to make the caveat now, if this is your first time listening to a favorite albums of 2021 episode, we're not saying these are the best albums. We're not saying these are the greatest albums, but we're saying these are our personal favorite albums of 2021. That's it. That's simple. So we don't offer, we don't need critique. We don't need you guys saying, well, what about blah, 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 blah. Nope. You can make your own favorites list, but we hope that you enjoy ours. Also, KG wanted to switch it up a little bit. We talk about our favorite music moments of our, the year, our favorite song of the year, our most revisited old album of the year. Some great conversation. So stick around for that. All right. We're also going to hop into my pick of the week. So you could probably tell I sound a bit hoarse, maybe a little congested. Um, Your girl got COVID. Yes, I got COVID the week of Christmas. Um, So I have been, this is, I'm feeling good. Um, Just some congestion now. And I will say, I'm going to say an apology in my pick of the week. So I would like to say my pick of the week is Mucinex DM. The Amarion variant is running through here like the motherfucking Tomb Raider. And if you are so fortunate to have not gotten COVID this week, because I feel like the whole world got COVID this week, um, Mucinex is your best friend. If you have COVID right now and you do not have Mucinex, then you need to get some. I know it affects everybody a little bit differently. I was really only down, down like a day and a half. Um, I'm still quarantining. I have like about three more days left to quarantine. Friends and family have been holding me down, making drop-offs. Um, so Mucinex DM is your friend. I got to shout out our problematic fave because he asked me what I needed and it was in the middle of the night. I said Mucinex <laughs> and he showed up at my house with Gatorade, honey, tissue, Mucinex. And he got the daytime and nighttime version. It matters because at night, if once you get the cough, you're coughing so much that you can't sleep. And so the nighttime version knocks that ass out. So you get relief from the cough, but then you also can go to sleep. So I'm telling you, that is my boonie tip for the people with COVID. Mucinex DM, nighttime, daytime version, hook you up. All right. <laughs> and so I do want to apologize. The way I sound now probably sounds a lot better than how I sound at recording with KG during the week. So, you know, I am so dedicated to making sure that we had an episode that we still recorded and that, you know, just bear with the congestion. You maybe can speed it up, put it on two times the speed, one and a half times the speed, and it might not sound so fucking terrible. Housekeeping. Housekeeping. Come back later, please. Housekeeping. Not now. All right, we're into our housekeeping. Feedback from episode 200, our 200th episode. Um, So many of you were fed up with fucking Brian. (laughs) This is the best message I got. I think I'm tired of these trifling ass niggas. Double standards make me sick. You know, it's so funny because I could tell at the times when KG spoke, he was so, so, so trying to be a translator for Brian's fuck shit, but also trying to be the translator for all of the women. This is a great episode. I enjoyed the audience participation and it made me sign up for Patreon gang. So 
Thank you so much for your feedback. Welcome to Patreon, gang. Um, If you are not in Patreon, gang, (laughs) you can head on over there. We're so close to my goal. I wanted to end 2021 with 35 patrons. We're at 32, I believe. So we're so, so, so close. You can join Patreon for as low as $3. Also, if you're a part of Patreon gang and you've been rocking with us, whether it's one month, the whole fucking year of 2021 on Patreon, I thank you so, so very fucking much. And my thank you gift is over on the platform. So if you have not logged into Patreon, log on over there. It was a holiday post and it's a little holiday gift to my Patreon gang. Also, there are two episodes left in season 10. That's right. Two more episodes. Season 11 of the Booty Breakdown podcast will premiere on February 21st, 2022. We'll be taking our, you know, we take two breaks a year. I have to, to regroup, to stay committed, to to keep this fun for me. I need little breaks um, since we're a one woman operation over here. And so again, mark your calendar, season 11, February 21st, 2022. And if you're new here, Be sure to follow us and engage with us on social media. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Boonie Breakdown. You can follow us on Twitter just at Boonie Breakdown, all right? And when sharing this episode, you could tag us. You could put it in your Insta story. You can put it on Facebook, Twitter, whatever, your fucking group chat. I don't care, but I thank it. I thank you. (laughs) I thank you um, for sharing and letting other people know about the episodes that you enjoy all right of course we will have dialogue and talk to boonie tuesday this week about your favorite songs and albums of the year um and naturally kg and i will also be putting our, our playlist so you'll be wanting to follow us on all of the social media platforms so that is it for me oh before i go before it is that it for me this is it for uh, 2021. This is another interesting, fucking hard, difficult, draining year for a lot of people. Um, some great high points, some great low points. And so if you have, if you're listening to my mouth right now and we've made it this far, you've made it to December 27th of 2021. And that was no easy feat. I feel like for so many people, so many people did not make it to this point with us. And so again, my uh, deepest gratitude for being a supporter for rocking with us for another year another season we have two more episodes left in this season and so here's to 2022 and now i'm gonna shut the fuck up and so let's get ready to break it down Hey guys, it's your girl Booney, and I'm going to make this caveat now in case I forget to do it when I put the opening on this, but I'm a little under the weather as you probably can hear, but uh, forgive me now for any slurping of teas, waters, Gatorade, and I'm going to try my hardest to mute when I blow my nose, but this is the episode we do every year. I think KG has come to only appreciate coming on for this episode. But it's our favorite albums of the year episode. So, hey, Kenny. What up? What up? So, you know, you had me on for episode 200. And, you know, I fit in partially there. <laughs> this is uh, this is more of my speed. Um, and it's probably your least listened to podcast per year. So I'm here. It is that. not, <laughs> actually. Um, it's so funny because I feel like. I do feel like the episodes you're on, I get a different, um, obviously a different response. Oh, way more responsible. And I respect the boundaries of your friendship and what you care to share. (laughs) Um, I have to be be smarter. But I will say in episode 200, I felt like you held your own. Especially, I do feel like when you spoke up, you added um, some clarity and also trying to help us help us get our problematic fave to see our side of you too. Yeah. And, uh, you know, cause I feel like if I didn't slide in, you know, she can Brian might've been going at it for two hours <laughs> and, um, we probably would have had a different product to put out, um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, um, brother and sister, those two. Yes. Yes. All right. So I'm just going to go ahead and jump in and say, you know, I'm still going to hold out hope. No. Maybe in Every the four year. days before this is released, <laughs> we'll get something from my girl. 
<laughs> it's never happening. <laughs> I'm going to say this every single year that we do this. It's not happening. Your boy Questlove said he's helping her record. Didn't somebody else come out three years ago and said they were helping her yeah, record so, a reggae but album? No, Questlove was recent. I think somebody was went to his talk at the Kennedy Center like two weeks ago. And he was like, the Navy music is coming. Like, I'm in the studio with her. Okay, sure. <laughs> but, but you know, you never know. Maybe this will be the year that she says Happy New Year and we get some new music. Okay. I love your face. Yeah, because it's not happening. But, um, <laughs> you know, keep keep Hope Alive if you would like. Um, we will. And it's crazy because I was just reading something where I think her fans are so starved for her music that some of her other albums that never hit, like, streaming records this year broke a lot of streaming records. Interesting. Yeah, so. You would think that, like, she would have not necessarily lost an audience, but like younger people coming up that might have been like not here for a prime are probably not going like think of her as like a different i mean that's true there are some people who i believe um are probably alive and only know the mogul they did probably have no idea and i will still i was having this conversation with another person who i think is a music head on the same caliber as you and there was all these conversations about, you know, since Jay-Z said nobody can see me in a versus, um, people were putting up these, those caliber of artists who would never do a versus, but yeah. have the catalogs. And I was watching this debate in somebody's Insta story because everyone was like, well, Beyonce is the only other person. And I was like, hold your horse. Like, I can name four people who have catalogs better than Beyonce that could beat Beyonce in a in a versus. Um versus, yeah. Cause I feel like the, she's more of a um she's a performer and an entertainer. Oh yeah, don't because people can come and they're gonna read this the wrong way. But yeah, her catalog does not match what she is as a persona. At all. Her catalog yeah. is weak as fuck. And I mean, <laughs> it is what it is. And I think her uh her fan base has to understand this at this point. I will always say this and I will ride this pony. I think Rihanna could beat her in a versus if the sequencing is right. I think Mariah Carey could totally beat that ass. Mary J. Blige could beat Beyonce's ass. Like, I think all these people could beat Beyonce in a versus with the right yeah. songs. Yeah. It, also why good. they have more number one hits than her. But, you know, people you say know, the charts lie. But. Yeah, people don't realize that. But, um, <laughs> you know. Like, Rihanna is one of the most decorated Billboard artists of all time. So, And you won't get no more. So... Um, <laughs> I feel like she's so close to somebody's record that I feel like the bitch, if it were me, I would just do like two to knock that person off and then keep him pushing. I she, think she's right on the heels of like Elvis or somebody. Like she's right there. She's because she just beat Mariah. A billionaire or whatever you want to call it on paper. I mean, she is. She don't care. Money is made up like billionaire. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna give our um our friend KG, the credit for this. He he put out there, let's talk about some other interesting points before we go into our favorite albums this year. I was down for it. I think I struggled with one a bit, so we're going to start with that one first. Um, your favorite music moment of the year. I struggled Mine. with this because I felt like I didn't watch any award shows. Okay. It, I really struggled trying to find a standout musical moment of the year, but I picked one, but I'm going to let you go first. Okay. I don't think there is, um, I think there is only one. Um, and it is the, uh, locks versus Dipset uh, versus battle. Um, and Jadakiss, uh, completely took over. Like, I mean, that moment of kiss standing on the stage saying, where y'all at? I'm outside. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we'll live forever. Um, That's a good moment. I yeah. forgot about that. That's a good one, Kenny. Yeah, I mean, we had a lot of verses, but I don't think none carried. Now, it's because we've had so many, but I don't think that any carried as much as that one, just because of everything that happened during that night. I will give you that because... That's you know what? That's a good one because I feel like 
I have not watched any verses this year in its entirety. I'm over. Yeah, you kind of um, you kind of left out. Yeah. So, but that one, it was so much chatter about it on Twitter mm-hmm. that I had to go watch like certain clips. And then you got the infamous Fat Joe. Fat Joe afterwards. Yesterday's price is <laughs> not today's price. And COVID infamously, when I said this week, in there. Corona was in the building. God bless. God bless. Uh, so. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's a good one, Kenny. The only thing, I guess if I was in the verses, the only thing I could think of, and this just happened, um, was the Kanye Drake thing. For a multitude of reasons, I picked it. One, because it's just so fucking absurd. One. Two, I forgot it was even happening. I just happened to be on Twitter at two o'clock in the morning. And they're like, Drake it, they're going live right now on Amazon Prime. So I turned it on. <laughs> it might have been one o'clock. I think I ended up going to bed at like 2 30 because I sat up and watched it. Yeah. Um in that moment, it was also show me how uh petty Drake was. Um, he didn't play any songs that you wanted to hear. But then it also really, sh- I mean, it's really hard because I feel like Kanye is such an artist that some people struggle with, and myself included, where it's it's like shit that catalog hit and when he was performing it was like damn yeah and, it's and been, then the next day it's like oh he sent gop operatives to a black person's house like you're like God <laughs> damn it, Kanye. <laughs> yeah I, so i didn't i definitely did not the the time i'm way past my bedtime um so i didn't watch it that night i watched a little bit of kanye's portion the next day and i was like okay this is cool because you haven't heard kanye yeah a lot of those tracks in a very very long time it was very nice to hear those tracks and um, i'm hopeful that you know i'm not gonna say that he's gonna go out on a tour and just like do something like that but um it would be nice if he did one of those like all right i'm gonna go and run a college dropout yeah tour again um, and I might but, have to pay the five. Um, yeah, but I feel like he thinks he's too big to do something like that. For sure, um, for sure. The ego is so grown. One of the standout moments for me, though, too, was um, Kanye performing Drake's Find Your Love. Because mm. um, I love that Drake song. And so if I have Kanye do it, it was kind of dope. But um, yeah, I think the Jadakiss one that probably was the standout moment of the year. Yeah, Good sure. job, Kenny. All right, so we're going to go first. What's your most played old album that you revisited the most this year? So for me, it was Janet, um, the self-titled album. That's a good one. I don't know why. Um, I listened to it earlier in the year. So if we're taking out Kanye, because clearly I listen to Kanye. Yeah, that's he's your number one artist every year. Um, year. (laughs) (laughs) um, Yeah, so that one popped up for me this year, and I realized that I listened to it for some odd reason a whole lot i normally listen to the velvet rope more than i listen to that that's my favorite janet album yeah but i feel like i went back and revisited janet because i was i was making a playlist mm. and then i started just running that album and i was like damn this song is good i was like she had a she had a run of like rhythm nation janet velvet rope and it's like that's another yeah. one yeah, Beyonce is not seeing her either. Yeah, like, it's so many people have so much better catalogs than Beyonce. I just can't. <laughs> not happening. People have to get over that. Like, her music does not hit. Okay. Um, no, Janet, it's so funny because I think people, hindsight get blurry. I'm glad that you mentioned Janet because I always mention Mariah ran the 90s because Mariah had a album in 90, 91, 92, 93, mm-hmm. then the Christmas album, 94, then you had Fantasy, 95, Honey, 97, right? Like, she... Back back. All quality bangers from and what Mariah does is she gives you the original version and then the re- the hip hop remix. So <laughs> for she each song, she has point. two songs for each song. Um, yep. Sometimes three remixes, depending on the song. But um, yeah, no, Janet had a good 90s run as well. Yeah, that's a good album. For me, my most revisited album this year was Aaliyah's self-titled. Oh. Um, I think for it not, that is an album that we have not had access to. If you did, still did not have physical. I was about to say. Yeah, I know you still have yours. <laughs> Mine, if I went digging, because I don't throw things away. I'm sure they're somewhere. Um, but I was totally the person who would play Aaliyah shit on YouTube. Um, mm, okay. 
But to have that album to just hit play on Spotify, oh my God, I ran that shit into the ground. I forgot how good that album was. And it aged really well. I don't think I've listened to it in its entirety in probably 20 years. Um, And so since it dropped on streaming, I've ran that shit into the ground. So I will say, and I don't know if this was just me being like, I'm not just going to do it just because everybody else is doing it. I didn't really listen to it, those albums as much when they came back on streaming. One, because I think I had that fix a few years ago because I like back in my um, ripping days, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> I had gotten like all of her catalog digitally and all of the Timbaland and Magoo, like all that stuff that was not out there. So, oh, so I you weren't missing that. it. Yeah, I wasn't missing it as much, but I was happy for people to be able to, to be able to get that and realize how dope all like that era of music. Um, it, Timbaland's production, good God, has aged so good. I mean, I think that is one of the reasons why, because even when One in a Million dropped first, that album dropped first on streaming. And I damn near had a heart attack in the car when, um, uh, what's the song fucking came on? The one song came on and I was like, oh my God, I forgot about this song. And I'm in the car like, ah, the people looking at yeah. me like she's going crazy. But then that Red album dropped and I was like, fuck, because I've always wanted to bump. It had been a long time since I bumped We Needed a Resolution in the car. And that yeah, shit and that, fucking yeah, knocks. Snaps, yeah. That snaps, shit yeah. knocks. <laughs> So yeah, Timberland's production, Missy, all A plus on there. I think that is a nice album. It stood the test of time. It stood the test of time. All right. So what's your favorite song of 2021? This is kind of where I get a little abstract on you. Um, oh, I thought it was gonna be in the albums. <laughs> I, yeah, I hit you there too. But um, so I found this song. It's called uh, Preta. Uh, by an artist called June Freedom. Uh, he's Cape Verdean. Um, this album will be on my honorable mention, um, so we'll be able to slide that in. But um, I feel like last year we talked about um, the Wizkid album. We did. Um, you were on it before everybody else? <laughs> <laughs> so I enjoyed this one as well. I'm probably not to the level that I enjoyed the Wizkid album, but it's it's a different sound and it feels good. Like the album feels good. The songs feel good. Um, that was probably the song that I played the most this year. And I enjoyed the most this year. Okay. Um, I randomly found it. Um, don't ask. Yeah. Well, you know, Spotify sometimes gives you some shit. It just be popping up on a playlist. Yeah. You be like, Hey, like, I on, this. On, that's how I found that. Michelle and Angelico, don't disturb this groove. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That popped up on a play. I was like, stop the press. Like, <laughs> I've, I've enjoyed that album since you shared. Yeah, I said that. I was like, Kenny, listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to say my favorite song this year. I struggled on this because it's, it's some songs. So, this is what I do on Spotify every year. I make a list of, of songs. Um, and that's make a playlist and it'll be like the year. So it's 2021. And sometimes those songs weren't made in 2021, but I really just fucked with them this year heavy. So when I was going back at that list, I was like, damn, some of these songs are from 2021. But the one that I played the most and I really enjoy every time. And then the remix dropped was Slow Down by Van Jess. And then mm. the version with Lucky Day on it. Which yes, yes, yes made the song even better. So um, I think that is my favorite song. I'm actually shocked that you didn't put Leave the Door Open. I just knew you were going to go, Bruno. So I would say that I listened to that song probably on my own outside of Spotify, probably more um, than most. But I don't think it was a better song. Okay. And maybe it was because I listened to it too much. So it's very possible. Fair, fair, um, fair. They, they drowned that one. Um, oh, that one went into the hole. That, that's yeah. the only thing about the social media craze these days. I feel like once you get a challenge, a song, that shit is into the hole. Into the hole. 
Yeah. Yeah. So they um and it was like they they I feel like that song had, had been out most of the year and then they were like, okay, here's the album. Like they did the whole year with that track and then dropped the album towards the end of it. And I was like, okay, well, I mean this works, but I'm tired of this song. They rolled they rolled that song. They yeah. rolled that song, boy. All right, so let's do this. We're gonna do honorable mention, then we'll start five up to your favorite, and we'll go from there. So your honorable mention for your favorite album of the year. The album that I just talked about. Um uh it's an album by folk, uh gentleman by the name of June Freedom. Um so yes, that I would say I probably listened to that album a ton, just like in the background. Um it was something that like it just caught on. Um, just caught on and you know, I would ride it. I would ride with it. I would listen to it. Um probably well, maybe pride music. Yeah. Um, so the album's called Anchor Baby. Um, if anybody wants to check it out, it's like, hey, you know. Um he's Cape Verde and I don't even don't know, know where Cape Verde is. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> it is off the coast of Africa. <laughs> I figured that, but I was like, uh, you know, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it's a Africa. It's a country in Africa, but I think when you look at it, it's like in the ocean. But it's like, yeah, it's like a little string of islands, kind of like what's that, Senegal? Maybe off the coast of Senegal. Okay, all right, cool. I know what you had done. Yeah, so there you go. There's your geography lesson. Uh, all right. Yeah. My honorable mention is Mr. Tyler, the creator. Call me if you get lost. Uh, I know Kitty's upset. I struggled with my list this year because. Oh. Hold on. Okay. I'm I'm very, now I'm curious to see what your top five are. Because <laughs> now I'm like, hold on. Where are we going with this? But here's the thing. You know, I, I'm, I'm really an R&B head. Yes. So let's always my lens, right? Um, I struggled because I, let me just say this. I had Tyler at three, then I had him at four. And then I was like, but you like, like, I enjoyed this. And I go to quite a few songs. Um, Juggernaut, what's the other one? I like Wilshire, the one that, um, with the Brent guy, like. What's your name? Like, yeah, okay. like, it's a. <laughs> So I was like, I like it. I think he deserved a mention from me. But it was so many other albums that I really enjoy. And it's not best. It's just my favorite. So I okay. knew also that Tyler would be taken care of by Kenny. So I felt okay saying honorable mention. So that was <laughs> my honorable mention. <laughs> okay. All right. I will. Okay. Album. All right. I'll let you continue because now I'm curious. All right. Where, where, what's your five? Okay. This is where we start getting, <laughs> I, I really struggled. My one and two were very easy. The three, four, five, and honorable mention, I kept going. But my number five is Charlotte Day Wilson, Alpha. Okay. Um, a lot of people probably don't even know who that is. Again, one of those situations, I think Spotify, excuse me, Spotify knows that I love Sid from the internet. Mm-hmm. And so it played me her song, Take Care with Sid on it. Fell in love with that song, ran into the hole. Then I went and looked at more of her stuff. She had an album. Um, my favorite song on that album was Wish It Were Easy. And then also Mountains. Those were like my top three songs. But Charlotte D. Wilson, Alpha is my number five. Okay. Right. Yours. And I'm going to have to go and listen to this album because if you're saying that this album is better than Tyler. <laughs> I said it's my favorite. I didn't say it was better. <laughs> I just got you your time. All right. Um, all right. My number five, Lucky Day, Table for Two. Oh, I like that one too. That was yeah. Lucky Day was on my short list over here on the side. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky Day, Table for Two. Um, I did run that one a lot. I enjoy that Lucky Day. Um, I, I like I like the vibe. Um I think he doesn't get enough push. Um, I feel like he could be bigger in a different time, but you know. Yeah, he ain't got a TikTok challenge. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. My number four. I feel like this might be controversial because it's technically not an album. 
But Thames, if Orange was a place. All right, I'll give it to you. So five solid songs, great EP. I can't even tell you how many times I played replay, no pun intended. Um, But I really enjoyed it. I felt like she was smart in the sense of um, riding the wave of Essence because I'm sure that is everybody's fucking song of the year. You you could not go anywhere and not hear that song this year. So um, I felt like she did a good job in at least dropping a project off the heels of that success. And this was a solid five five song joint did you did you find out about her after essence i think so because i think when when i went back and revisited her music i think i had heard one song from her 2020 album okay but i did i don't think i paid her any attention honestly and then essence and i was like huh and then rest is history yeah no i i agree um and even when the album came out, I don't even think I was like, oh, let me go find out about her because like Essence wasn't even the song that I was just like. I know that was. Yeah. Um, that I was bumping from the album. But no, uh, her EP was definitely it was smart. It was timely mm-hmm. it, and it worked because um, it like you said, it, it followed, um, you know, she right played, back. She played that well. So yeah. can't even be mad. Yeah. All right. Um, my four is Hiotis Coyote. Um, mood variant. Um, I don't know that they put out a project that I have not put on my list. <laughs> um, I feel like rumors are swirling that that this one might have been that last album. Oh, interesting. Um, so you know, I, I had to give them their <laughs> their credit on my list, but no, the album was dope. Um, you know, I don't think that for me. It was as good as um, what was the last one. I think um, it was so long. No, Choose Your Weapon. I think was the name of it. Um, I don't think it was as good as that. But at that point, I don't think I knew anything about Hiatus Coyote. So I think it was kind of like the internet's first album. You know, oh, yeah. I, you know, um, that holds a special place for you because that's where you found the artist. Um, but no, this one was. Um, this one flowed well. Like you can just throw this one on and just move around the house, get things done. Um, and it's just, it's just going to be continually knocking. So um, that's my four. That's your four. All right. This is where we get tough. I'm still struggling with my number three spot. You can move Tyler up. I will allow. <laughs> it's so funny because if you see, I had him written in and scratched it out. Listen, you can you can redo it on the fly. I will allow it. <laughs> I think I might actually. <laughs> I because will, here's I the will. thing. Uh, I might actually do that actually because I feel like the two people I'm actually considering for three. I enjoyed the albums, but I also feel like is it the hype around the album too? Okay. Like, was it the hype that made me? So I had to walk away from it. So what? which two albums were that? Adele's 30. Ooh, okay. And Summer's Walkers. Okay, so you okay, have to I, tell me about this album because based off of everything that I saw on the internet, I said I was not going to rush to listen to it because I did not think it was meant for so me. So here's my thing. I didn't rush to listen to it either because I kind of thought her... I felt like her mojo had run out. And so all of the hype around it and mess around it was, that was it. Mm-hmm. But then she got that motherfucking song with Ari Lennox. And uh, <laughs> and then she got the song that is a TikTok. Yeah, like, see, that's the only thing that I know about the album as of right now is that you you shared that one thread the other day. It was like people sliding down the wall. Oh, like that's the song insane okay well, i'm gonna say for this very reason i'm gonna give it to adele and the reason why i will give it to adele 30 i'm gonna stand in it um i did not think this was adele's best work mm-hmm. but i did enjoy this album it was a lot fucking better to me um than 25 i i did not get why people love 25 so much like i felt like 
21 was way better than 25. Yeah. But I can appreciate, I did not like the entry, her, the, what is it? The, what do you call it? The debut single. But I also can appreciate that Adele did an actual album rollout, which we don't get anymore. We don't get that much. Yeah. So I fucking appreciate it. It was nice to see it. It was classic. But then the bitch came with it. Like, it was some soulfulness to it. It wasn't all dreary British nonsense. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the run from I Drink Wine to the end of the album. So that's what I was about to say. The back half of the album. Ooh, that back half. The back half of the album was tough. Yeah, um, the first part, I was at first I was listening like, and then we hit that I Drink Wine. Yeah. Woman like me, hold on. I said, wait a minute, Adele. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, she carried it. Um, that last, that last portion of the album. So yeah, you know, I was like, oh, this is gonna be trash. And then, you know, <laughs> like it started kicking in. I was the like, the last right, six yeah, songs on the album, I can um, I can give yeah. a beat. I will also even say I tried to get the tickets. Um, I had them in my cart, but I also came to my senses. I was not paying fucking six hundred dollars for Adele to stand there in a sparkly dress and a microphone and a spotlight. Boo boo, no. Um. So I did not get them. Yeah, she doesn't have the music that uh, you can add theatrics to. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I'm like, what am I paying for? What is this? <laughs> yeah. You might get falling stars on the screen behind it, but that might be it. <laughs> <laughs> that might be it. So, yes, that was my number three. Okay. All right. All right. Listen, I was curious what the thoughts on Adele's album were. I liked it. Um it kind of feels like... He's still like, going to steal the Grammys from everybody yeah, next year. It kind of feels like it kind of fell... Not to say it fell off, but like... It came and went. It, it came and went very quickly. Um, which and is, it's, it's sad. I just think that's indicative of the age we live in now. Yeah. Nothing sticks anymore. Yeah. Which is you why I don't like understand this whole... About, yeah, like, nothing sticks. Yeah, if you're not intentional about re-listening to albums, it can like... You, you forget, forget about them. I literally, that's what made my list when I started thinking about it. I said, Adrian, if you're having to go back and search, then it wasn't your favorite album. Like yeah, you enjoyed yeah. it when you listened to it, but you never sought it out again. Mm-mm. So that was my big indicator. All right, your turn. Well, I'll um I'll keep it in London. Um I, my three is Arlo Parks, uh Claps and mm-hmm. Sunbeams. If you have not listened to this, you will enjoy it. You will. You always come with something and I'm like. <laughs> you will enjoy it. So like I, I frequent uh, British soul, not to say, I, I feel like they make a lot. Nah, I'm not going to go there. They make good music over there. They do. Um, they make very, very good music. Um, So like it's. Another one, if there would have been if I would have had an honorable mention for my song, it would have been a um a song by Nippa. Um it's called Situation Joint Rocks. It's like two minutes, it's real short. It's always the two minute bangers. Yeah. I was like, dang, this joint. I I yeah, I listen to that joint a lot, but no, this this album kind of fit. It kind of gives you the vibe of like, okay, she wrote this during the beginning of the pandemic, and it kind of feels mm-hmm. like she's going through the process of living through the pandemic, not to talk, not, not to say like she's talking about COVID or nothing like that, but it's like the thoughts that you have being alone, you know, trying to work through, okay, what am I doing? What is my life? What does it look like? Um, what does love look like? It's, it, it's a dope album. So, um, look, I queued it up on my Spotify. There you go. <laughs> All right. Number two, I hope that I don't, no one cancels me or something for this one. But I think she's past that too. Doja planted her. Oh, okay. um, she got canceled? Yeah, people were, people were upset with her about something. I don't care. I don't know. Um, I gotta say, Doja is one of the more interesting young girls right now mm-hmm. to watch. Um, she just, it just worked. Everything she does works. I enjoyed this album a lot. I did not think I was going to enjoy it a lot. I did not think I was going to come back to it. Now, there are songs that I don't like, but the songs that I like, I fuck with. Um, 
but I think even we are we're moved so far past the day of like when visuals mattered, but she's still giving visuals. Mm-hmm. Like, and the songs are good too. And she she's rapping, she's singing, like she's pretty to look at. She has a body. Yeah, and like she's I said, I don't, I don't think I knew than most people. I think I knew one track of hers before this album. And the album was very good. I, I, I completely agree with you. I don't know much about her, you know, from a personality standpoint, um, you know, or like what she would have done to be canceled. But um, no, nah, I, I, I can I can feel you on that one. Um, yeah, like I, th- I think it's a, for all the young girls out here trying to do it, the Chloe's and all this shit like Doja's doing it. Yeah, she like she has what Normani is chasing. Because Normani don't have it. She don't got did they, it. Did they think that she did? They keep trying to force her, force her oh, ass okay. on us. They gave okay. her a Cardi B feature and she still couldn't get a number one single. So, mm-hmm. yeah, like I, I was pretty much like, is that Cardi's first feature that didn't go number one? Was Normani. Oh, damn. Like. <laughs> That's the sign. Yeah. So I just feel like Normani don't have it. And all these things. Doja got it. She mm-hmm. got it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, all right. So that was your two. Two. That was your two. Okay. Um, so my two is Tyler. Um, call me if you lost. Um, I figured he was up there for you. Clearly. I mean, um, <laughs> you know, what's your name? Lumberjack. The Lil Wayne oh, Lumberjack verse on, is good. Yeah. The Lil Wayne verse on Hot Wind Blows. The joint. Um, I thought you wanted to dance that like 10 minute track. Oh, it is some of the best storytelling. And I'm not even interested in that type of story. But <laughs> <laughs> don't come for me. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I probably listened. I was like, yo, that that that's a that's an interesting story. And like I'm hearing that from a musical perspective. And I'm like, okay, that Ty- Tyler's growth over his life. I mean, when I was first introduced to him, I was like, oh. Okay, but he's really over his last few projects. Yeah, he's really wow. He's re- I would even be even though I feel like I'd probably be one of the oldest people there. I would be down to see him live in some capacity. Yeah, I would have. I would have to be very selective about where that is. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm That's what I, say. I, I don't know where. Yeah, we'll have a repeat of the Khalifa. Situation. And the crazy part is that was like 10 years ago and we felt old then. <laughs> so <laughs> Kenny and I went and saw Wiz Khalifa. Like this is like right after Cushion OJ. And we were 26 or 25 and literally were the oldest people in there. So <laughs> yeah, I couldn't imagine going to see Tyler the Creator <laughs> at almost 40. Um yeah. but yeah, Goblin was the first one. I wasn't a fan of yes. Goblin. So I didn't. So it was weird. I, I was not introduced until. So I knew Tyler. I knew everything about Tyler, but I didn't listen to his music just because I thought it was like weird. Mm. Um, but then he did the Tiny Desk. And after the Tiny Desk, I was like, yo, this is some of the dopest I've ever heard. Um, so I went from there and I listened to I did Flower Boy. And then I was like, okay, this is fire. And then Igor came out and I was like, yo, like, yeah, Igor was like amazing. And then this one, it's like cool DJ drama. Like you add in that flair, but like, nah, some of the, from a lyrical perspective, it's like, nah, this is, it, this it is was, fire. It was a song on his album, Wolf. At the time I was dealing with someone and they used to play this song with him and Erica Badu all the time. Mm. So that was like my first introduction to him, but it was just kind of like, well, it's not for me. Flower Boy, Igor, and now this one. I'm like, okay, Tyler. Yeah. Yeah. Do your thing. All right. Is it possible that we have the same number one? We might. It's very possible. You haven't said mine. It's very possible. My number one and uh, Jasmine Sullivan Hotel. There you go. Yeah. 
That was it. This is a first, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> there we are. There we are. This album came out in January of 2021. It seems like eons ago. It fuck. I wrote this shit all fucking year long. Yeah. All year long. Yeah. I love jazz. So the interludes, it was like, perfection, the Ari Linux perfection. Yeah. Anderson Pack perfect. Like, this is how you come back from a six year fucking hiatus. Yeah. This is what you do, people. I'm just very saddened that she chose a concert venue that did not have chairs. I did that five years ago, boo boo, at the Fillmore. I need a fucking seat to see you, so I will not be going to the concert. But this is a great album. So what she did that I loved was that all of her content that she would post on IG would match with the themes of the album. Yes. So it would, and she spread it out. So it wasn't like, all right, you're getting flushed with this. It would be like one month. She would like be like, all right, give me the, all right, what, what's your craziest time of dealing with a dude or whatever. And then all these answers would come up and you're like, damn, I want to go back and listen to the album. Boom. Go throw it on again. Um, so I think she was smart with the way that she did it because it allows you to want to listen to the album throughout the year. Um, yeah. And then your favorite tracks transition throughout the year. So it's like, all right, maybe at the beginning of the year, it was like, all right, I, I, I bang with the Ari joints. Um, but then like, all right, that that pop joint or the her joint, um, you know, c- catches up to you at the end of the year. It's like this album was it carried you through the year. It, uh, it was something that you wanted to go back and listen to. Um, no, for sure. Her, her team did a good job. <laughs> I knew they were probably trying to wait to see what the Rona was going to do for a tour. Yeah. Um, hopefully the Rona does not fuck up the earlier um, cities of her tour. But I just thought the rollout was well. Um, even dropping merch late in the year. Like they carried this shit for, to our earlier point about stuff not having shelf life and sticking. This is the only album that I can say. <laughs> yeah. Traveled through the whole fucking year. The whole entire year. Um, she even, even her appearances at shit. Yeah, so she did. She did Super Bowl, and that was like I think people found out about her then. Um, yes. But she was in the Fenty Savage show. Mm-hmm. She looked amazing. Like so, everything that she did throughout the year it was just like, well, this was, this was genius. Yeah. Yeah, Our team did a really good job, yeah. especially for somebody who likes to take hiatuses and, and doesn't like to be in the limelight, it appears. Um, I feel like they found a way for her to be weaved into a lot of moments throughout the year that worked for her, kept her relevant. And to your point, you found a new song because when I immediately listened to it, um, what's the one? Put It Down was my shit. Mm. Then it was on it. Then it was the the her song. Like at some point throughout the year, I had a different favorite song from that album. It was yeah. never the same one. And so, you know, obviously we grew up in a different era. Um, but the interludes, like I think we have to give props to that because you don't get those interludes. Like, bring those. Those. Um, Look, she brought back the interlude and I need to bring back the bridge because songs yeah. don't have bridges no more. Yeah. But I feel like a lot. So. Some artists and I think those are the, those are the albums that you can connect with, but there are a lot of albums that come on now that really don't have themes like they're just mm-hmm. songs thrown together. And it's just like, all right, you can hit like you can actually hit it on random like Spotify had before. Just hit the button and be like, all right, well, it don't matter what order the songs are going you had to play this and sequential you're gonna play it you're gonna listen to the interludes you're gonna understand the purpose of the interludes within the songs that they are large in between um so for that like i think that was something that was for me that was dope like i like the way that she weaved those in yeah Uh, no for sure that job well done i cannot believe we had the same album 
you know, I, I was going to be upset if you did not have that on your list. So I'm thankful that you. This is the booty breakdown. Of course, we would have hotels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, but I'm actually shocked though. I was like, Kenny's going to come out here with some like Bossa Nova album that he <laughs> discovered and put us all on to. No, I mean, there were, you know, it was a cool, it was a cool year. I feel like, now I know you don't really do hip hop like that, but I think from like a, a mainstream hip hop perspective, it was kind of like a, it was a dull year. Yeah, because I mean, from the outside looking in, the big talk was Donda and um, Drake, right? Donda and um, Surfing Loverboy. Yeah. Those came and went. I mean, I've, I've probably, within like the past, like this month, I probably listened to Donda a little bit more. Um, but it was like they kind of just came and went very quickly. Um I think the only thing that has kind of kept Kanye's going again is the social people use yeah. that clip. If it can't always be dang, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So that and then the same thing, Drake's was too sexy for the, the like mm-hmm. that was their sound bites, and that was it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you That's had it. some like what you would consider like underground stuff that was like pretty dope, like J. Cole's album kind of kind of came and went. Um, I forgot he had one too. Yeah, Jay, you know, he had he had one. It was just like, all right, well, just kind of came in and kind of left out. So um it it was too uh, it was too so I said summer. The other two that I had on here um was Dram. And I gotta put Sheikah onto that because I was at her house for something. Don't ask me why I can't remember what what. And Sheikah, you know, she yeah. likes to partake. And so she sparked up and she turned on the music and she played this song. And I was like, what's this? And she was like, oh, this um, Dram's album. So I did run that for a little while too, because there's okay. a song on there with Badu that I liked a lot. Um, and then there was this other guy, I, that fucking Spotify boy, they stay putting stuff on your playlist. But I guess his name is Tony Smith Stiff. Tone Stiff. Don't know. Um, but he's one of them little young guys. But I appreciate him. He put out an album this year, and it's a couple of songs. Like they're cute little songs, mm-hmm. nothing groundbreaking, but it was an enjoyable listen. Enjoyable listen. Yeah. So yeah, that's it. I don't know. Who are you looking forward to for next year? Kendrick. Oh, uh, you think Kendrick's dropping it? I think Kendrick is. Kendrick's not here. So Kendrick, depending on the timing, will have a, a good run. Um, but I'm definitely, that's, mm, I don't know who else we would say that we didn't get this year that we're waiting for. Um, yeah, probably, I would say probably Kendrick is, um, Kendrick is probably my, biggest one i i mean for me personally um i believe red hot chili peppers are coming out with another album um but that is just you know like for me um because they go on tour next year so um i'm sure they will have something to kind of accompany that but yeah yeah probably k-dot yeah i'm trying to think i mean i really outside of we know who i really shut up i really don't have um I don't have anybody big on my list that I'm waiting for besides the Bayesian one. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like Beyonce might drop something. It's been a while. Or has it? Did, I mean, because when was, when was, um, unless you count that black as King. That's what I'm saying. That, that I think she considered that an out. I mean, didn't they get a award? She did. It's it? under her name. Yeah. So we might not, might not, um, yeah, I don't I don't know anybody that's pending. Um that like I'm like, oh yeah, I, I need that. Um, yeah, I, I have no aching desire for anyone. Yeah. There have been rumors that the roots are, are doing something. Um I, I feel like last year that they said that they were recording, but you never know. They're getting too much yeah. money from 
everything else at this point. Yeah, they do. They do a lot. Yeah, they do a lot. Uh-huh. Well, look, we'll see. It's another year, another me pining away for a Rihanna album. At this point, I'll just even take a single, honestly. You may take a feature off of a DJ Khaled Khaled album. (laughs) Can we also talk about that Mary J. Blige trash? Oh, she's too old. She don't need to be doing shit like that. And not even because she's too old. Ma'am, the career that you've had, you do not need to be doing Khaled tracks. And not Khaled tracks of that caliber. Yeah, like it just, it didn't even fit. The video didn't fit. The song didn't fit. It didn't, yeah. Yeah, like Um, that was just a waste of everybody's time. Yeah. Hopefully Eric don't come for us, but... um. You know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was trying to big up. She needs somebody to tell her to stop. You don't have to do those decisions, baby girl. You married Jay Blige. Yeah. Still, well, somebody I, I never want to see live, but you married Jay Blige. Yeah, I've seen her a few times, and you know, you know, I have no desire to see her. And it's funny because I love her catalog, love her music. No desire to see her live. Yeah, I mean, I've always seen her with Jay, so you know. I wasn't like going for Mary. I was going for Jay, but um, yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm not interested in seeing her again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, one last question. Your most, if you could have one versus next year, one versus one versus next year. Oh, that's tough. My ideal would to be for it to go back to the producer angle. I would love to have a Missy Pharrell or something like that on the producer side. On the producer side. I I think that's when it stopped becoming enjoyable for me because I'm like, these are just concerts. These are concerts, yeah. (laughs) I think that was what was the fun is like, Oh shit, I didn't know Johnson did that. Oh, I didn't know so and so did that too. Yeah. So I would like it to go if it could go back to that, that would be cool. Um, but I know it's not. But I do think Missy would be dope in some capacity versus somebody. Yeah, Missy, Missy is who I want. Um I just well, feel the like artist her... side, I don't know who everybody keeps saying her and Buster. Yeah, but then did Buster do one already? Yeah, so like bust so <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. No, he didn't. He didn't. Um but so from a single perspective, I feel like he can keep up. From an album perspective, all of his albums were kind of like lackluster to me. Um, but he would always have like two or three tracks off we of that. Out of every now and then, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think he could go 20 deep, especially his work with um tribe and um, you know, his solo work. Yeah, he could definitely go 20. That would be interesting. I could be busted. I could be busted with Missy, but yeah, no, I definitely want to see. Yeah, I think Missy. Missy is deserving of one at this point. Yeah, yeah. Whether um, they choose the producer hat or yeah, I want to see her. But, I want to see her back in some form of capacity. She definitely deserves. She's put in the work. She's yeah. put in the work. I do. Do you ever think that Diddy JD one is going to happen? <laughs> that was so weird. Um, so. <laughs> Here's my thing on Diddy. Uh-oh. I don't... I don't think we should be putting in executive producers against anybody. Um, yes. Yeah, I'm like, he ain't right we, shit. I, I appreciate everything that you have, 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 have added, but those songs aren't your songs just because they were bad boy songs. They are the label song. JD actually wrote, pen, produced, sometimes got on these tracks and added value um, to them. So if you're saying. Yeah, right. I just, I didn't understand that argument. People were saying that. I'm like, Diddy was just the money man. Yeah. He wasn't yeah, like, sitting there writing. And what was that like antidote somebody was sharing on Twitter where it was like, <laughs> did he told Black Rob to write a verse? Oh yeah, yeah. And then he was like, "Thanks, nigga. Now go write your own." <laughs> you go write your own. Yeah, like no, nah, it just don't like no. Like Diddy has never had a pen. Everybody's written stuff for him, um, and we all know this. So like, 
And here's yeah, the thing. I, I don't think that, like, no Diddy album has been bad. So I give it to him. Why no? Because you love that last train yeah. to Paris. Album. Oh, my God. One of the best albums ever made. But, <laughs> um, like, he's never made a bad album. But he has, he's able to, like, see from the top down, like, okay, this is, this is what's going to hit. And if you're considering that a, a producer, sure. But for me, I'm like, all right, who's creating the track? Um, and I don't think that, yeah, I wouldn't think that he should be allowed to be in a versus unless you were doing it label versus label. But then that's different. Yeah. You bend in the rules and shit now. But yes. I've, but who knows where this um this versus thing goes um next year. You'll be sleep through most of them anyway. So. I definitely don't <laughs> attend. I pop in every now and then and I'm like, oh okay, I'm yeah. I'm good. Goodbye. All right. Well, I hope you guys listened. We will also be posting our favorite songs and during our playlist. So we'll be posting that sometime on Instagram this week. So be sure to follow and you can listen to all of Kenny's eclectic musical taste. Thanks. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) All right. Yeah. See ya. All right. That is it for this week's episode. I want to thank the homie KG. Like I always say, he always puts me on to something new, some type of new music, some new artist that I have never heard before because his ear is just so more, I mean, a little bit more worldlier than mine. <laughs> also, be sure to support our sponsor, uh, Goalie ACV Gummies. You can use the code Booney Breakdown for 10% off of your purchase and those coupons are stackable so if they have a 30% off you could throw that 10% on top and you got 40% off all right thank you guys so much for your support of our sponsors throughout this year throughout this season it helps us keep the motherfucking lights on (laughs) it pays the bills around here for sure all right and if you enjoyed this episode I encourage you to listen and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts Spotify Amazon Music Stitcher Google Podcasts iHeartRadio YouTube or any app that you listen to your favorites on don't forget to leave those reviews too you might just hear your review on the next episode follow us on all social media share the episode with those you love those you don't love those you fucking hate I don't make these pretty images for nothing okay have a a dope ass week Please stay healthy, safe, and sane. Upgrade those motherfucking masks. All right. Thank you for listening. And remember, the ratchet in me always honors the ratchet in you. Home I stay. Until next time, see you guys in 2022.